Hey, it's Nelly. And it's Juno. And you're listening to Two Addies and Coffee, please. Where we share unfiltered life experiences as young, badass Asian American women with ADHD. Hi, everyone. It's been a while. Hey, hey. <laughs> we miss you guys, too. <laughs> no, this is awkward. It's, bit, it's weird being in front of a mic now. It's like when you ghost someone on a dating app and you respond like months later. You're like, I actually like you. <laughs> okay, so Juno, uh, where do we disappear to in the last year? Oh, my God. I don't know. So many places. Where do we start? Well, we planned a wedding together. That was cool. And we traveled in Europe. Okay, well, more, more like you planned the wedding and I just attended the wedding. That was really fun. Oh, <laughs> you planned the ceremony part, I mean. That was like oh, the yeah. only part I didn't plan, like the most important part of the wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so I was an officiant <laughs> to Juno's cousin's wedding and like nobody knew what was going on. And I was like, <laughs> what? Did no one watch any wedding movies? And I was like, guys girls stand here the guys stand here and we do this and everyone's like okay and I was like so excited for it I had the little mic and everything yo unexpected pro I was like shocked (laughs) but there was supposed to be someone there helping us with the rehearsal and we scheduled that time in advance and we confirmed multiple times and then the guy just didn't show up and there were like different people being I don't know it was very weird um, so if Nelly wasn't there, we would have been fucked. Like we literally didn't even know where to stand, who to stand forward first. And I was just planning all the things around it, like surprise dances and toasts and stuff like that. And I didn't realize how much shit goes into the ideas and stuff. Okay, so besides the wedding tangent, okay, <laughs> what did we do last year? The last episode we recorded was back in January of 2022. And now it's 2023. <laughs> I feel like last time we recorded, we were much better off than we were (laughs) the year before that. But I still feel like I was very unaware of what was happening and it still didn't feel like totally under my control. Last year for me was a lot about like intentional planning and designing fun stuff in my life. I would say for the last year, we really tried to record, but every time we tried to record, we were like, oops. And so it felt like we abandoned our baby (laughs) for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And now we're like back. And I feel like it takes time to really get everything under control. And I think taking the year off to just control the internal chaos and ground myself was really important. And I learned most importantly, to be more compassionate with myself. I moved into an apartment in January. So I lived alone for the first time. So I have my whole apartment to myself. And it was more like forming routines and making sure I'm waking up, sleeping, eating properly, which is much easier said than done. And then we took some time we were we dated, not each other, other people. And tried to make new friends, which is really hard as an adult when I don't work in the office, like we're just at home and I'm like, what do I do? And then another section of our year was just traveling Europe. So I think I took around two and a half months, um, not off of work. I'm just like working remotely. So I just got to travel. And then another big portion was just exploring hobbies, taking classes, finding different organizations that I could potentially make friends. I feel like we have opposite ways of like grounding ourselves. 
because for me, I think the way I started was by shutting everything out first and then letting in one thing at a time. The reason I kept pushing off the podcast was because I felt like I needed to know exactly what was going on with like every area of my life. And that included like relationships and projects and work. So I did not explore lots of friends or meet lots of friends. I think you did. And I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But I think for me, it was also learning how to have people close to me in my life more consistently while still having my shit together. Like when we were traveling in Europe together, that was like a very big turning point for me because I didn't know I was able to exist (laughs) around other people like that. And then we also both entered serious relationships. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I think uh, the first few months was a little weird because I feel like sometimes our dating experiences would mirror each other in terms of like milestones and the pacing. I don't know. I feel like we did like real adult dating this time-ish. I think it's interesting that your way of coping with everything, like grounding yourself was kind of cutting everything off and becoming like more of like a hermit. And I was like, I need to explore a wide variety of things and Mm. sample everything to know what I like and what I don't like. And then I slowly like cut things out this year versus last year. I was like trying to eat everything. And I was like, oh, I can't even (laughs) eat everything. I feel like it was for me, it was more about controlling how much time and attention I put to different things. And it's a lot harder for me to do that if I care about someone or something. The exploring stuff would all be like random things that I would use on like one off dates and stuff. And then for things I cared about, it would be like very consistent and very few. And I'll try to do onboarding process one at a time. So I guess the biggest elephant in the room is why did we stop recording? Like what happened? LOL. I have anxiety, guys. It's hard for me to speak. <laughs> when a mic turns on and I'm like oh my god (laughs) I think like part of it was just like the stress and feeling overwhelmed and I know for me I got really into like the nitty-gritty of like being a perfectionist and I'm like oh it needs to be this way and that way you got really anxious because you're like oh I don't want to disappoint you and all this stuff and so it kind of went back and forth and we I don't know I think it's really built up in our own heads of like what it should be how we should be what everything looks like matching this really high expectation of what perfect looks like and it we're never gonna get there so we actually had many work sessions and recording times and we're like oh this is not good we're not gonna do this we're not gonna use this and so there was like many hours of recording and editing (laughs) and re-editing and then just re-recording everything and trying to stitch it together but then none of it actually published because it's like that fear of like oh it's not good enough we're not ready and I feel like if you always think that nothing is good enough then you're never gonna get started so I feel like this year I'm trying to like not just this podcast but just like everything in my life just just get started and do it because I think that's one of the things I had trouble at work with is like trying to be a perfectionist and being like it's not perfect enough nobody look at it Oh, yeah, that was a big thing for me too. Although I I don't know if I necessarily became more okay with the end product being perfect. I think I was still a perfectionist about that. It's just that I didn't have to be the one creating all parts of it. Before I had like unreasonable standards on what I should be able to do and what it should look like before anyone else can see it, like you said. But I think I had to spend a lot of time trying to be honest with myself and figuring out what things I'm good at, not struggling to try and do stuff well if I'm not good at it. I think even for things like editing episodes, for example, we could hire someone for that. You don't have to do that. And actually I hired a VA last year and it's been amazing. Like she does all the tedious shit and it's so fast and it's not that expensive because it's not that hard to do it. It's just that 
I don't know why it's so unbearable for us to do that kind of stuff, but the ADHD. <laughs> You're like, I don't know why it's hard. And I'm like, hmm, executive dysfunction, ADHD. Ah. <laughs> that also played a huge part in like logistical wise of us like planning and things like that, which was also really difficult. The biggest thing I feel like was just struggling to work as friends and then also as like just like co-workers on this podcast because I feel like as friends we're really close and we don't want to like disappoint each other and be there to support each other's like mental health but also on the work side we're like okay where is it though you know it's like hard to produce Mm -hmm. and be productive and also be like compassionate and be like oh I understand but at the same time you're like well fix it (laughs) but then you have to be like empathetic and I feel like I'm really self-critical and so it shows off in like most aspects of my life it becomes like you're always trying to meet this mark and then you never meet it and then you're frustrated and all of these feelings and issues that you're currently working on but then you like can't work on it and also do this thing because you're like working on the thing that like is blocking you from doing the thing (laughs) yeah it's a circle (laughs) I think we just have to build a system where that becomes irrelevant. But yeah, I think like I agree with you on feeling awkward switching between like compassionate versus like trying to be professional. Because like if I show up to a meeting, it's like, oh, it's better to show up even if you have nothing and speak compassion, understanding. But it's also like, no, this is a fucking project. And I don't I don't know. It's kind of good for the accountability. But I think I had that on like steroids at some point and I would not want to talk to Nelly. Even though I was like, yeah. what's going on? And I'm like, oh, that's so, so funny. I was like, oh, I want to talk to her. And I'm like, oh, but I didn't finish editing the fucking episode. Okay, I guess I'm not messaging her about her day today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Gina started avoiding me. And I was like, hello, what's going on? And then she just like stopped <laughs> responding to me and things like that. And I feel like on one hand, you're like a friend and you want to understand like how your friend's day is doing and all this stuff about their life. But at the same time, you're like, oh, my God, if I didn't do this assignment yet, or I said I was going to do this thing, but you didn't do this thing because ADHD and time management issues. And you're like, I'm going to talk about all this ADHD stuff on this podcast but then you're still struggling with the same thing and then you're like avoidance and I feel like I do that a lot so I definitely relate to like that issue because I do it so I see I know what you're doing when you're doing it but at the same time once you recognize it it's harder for you to be like like you're empathetic because you also struggle with the same issue but at the same time you're like ah Yeah, but all in all, I feel like talking it out, like I think we had a meeting where we just sat there and was I think we were really authentic and honest with like ourselves and our capacity to take on work. That's the part where I feel like people should be on the same page on. And so if anyone's ever working with a friend, I think it's just open and honest communication. Yeah, I think once we start talking about it, it's like, oh, wow, this is possible to solve together. It's very reasonable, not scary. Yay. And I think like one thing I learned about myself from like our conversations and just working together is how perfectionist I am and like critical. So I talked to my therapist about this and she's like, oftentimes when we are very critical of others or judgmental, it's because we treat ourselves in that same manner. And I was like, oh yeah, that's very true. And think most of the year was learning how to be more compassionate towards myself and being like, oh, it's okay to mess up. You might make progress and then the next month you might slip back a little and it's okay. We're all human and we make mistakes and 
you don't need to be so harsh. And she was saying how most of the reasons why I was late or messing up or things like that was my ADHD prior to like working on it. But now it might just be like because of life circumstances that you can't avoid. We need to learn how to be nicer and kinder to ourselves. I like that. I think that's actually very relevant for me at work too, because I think for specific projects at work, I'm also very perfectionistic, but I realized the quality of the work actually gets better when I show approval of things that are like 80% cool. But like, I think that validation helps that person develop ownership and confidence in their own decision-making and impacts the future quality a lot more. And I realized what I think is perfect is not always like the only way of achieving those standards. I realized that if I just let things pass multiple times, the world doesn't end and everything is still good. Hey everyone, we'd love to connect and hear from you. DM us on Instagram at 2 Addies with feedback or what you'd like us to talk about next. Hearing your stories and sweet comments really makes our day and motivates us to keep creating content. So thank you for all the support. Okay, so basically, when I was going through my calendar of 2022, because right now I use my calendar for everything, everything has a slot, even breakfast, lunch, and dinner, morning walks, everything has a place on my calendar, because if it's not, then I'll forget about it. And so, like going through like January all the way to December, I was like, oh, I actually did a lot of stuff. And then I'm just going to word vomit a lot of things. So basically, starting in January, I moved into my own apartment, I got a dog, and then I un got a dog and more to come (laughs) later I guess and then I started pole dancing lessons because I was like that's really cool I always want to try something new and I never really thought I would like get into it because I was like I have no upper body strength but then I started getting into it and I was like well this is so fun and then I actually performed in a showcase which is really fun and then I also started taking comedy classes because I was like I think I'm kind of funny and I want to try stand-up comedy and then I took this online class and then I went to this advanced class and then the follow through fell through and so you know but it's fine because I did a beginner's class I completed that attended most lessons you know I'm proud of myself I got into working out so I'm like rumble fairies bitch I love body rock <laughs> so we're doing that and then I also volunteer for a nonprofit and help plan a charity benefit then for my birthday in March, I went skydiving. And then here's like where some chaos came in. I met some guy from London. And then I also had a panic attack. And then I got scammed out of 7K, more to come there. And then my family came to California to visit because of my brother's graduation. And then in the summer, we went to travel for two and a half months. I went to Toronto, New York, Copenhagen, Paris, London, Madrid, New York City, back for a wedding, Barcelona, Helsinki, Amsterdam, Rome, Greece, Port. This is my New York City SF. Then we officiated a wedding. And I was stressed at work. We launched a new product. Then I went back to SF and I was like, ooh, let me go do some dog sitting. Then I met up with a guy that I met up um, on a date before Europe. And we started going on dates again. I made some new friends. I summed up for English classes because I was like, I always want to write, but I've been putting this off for a really, really long time. And I was like, no more, Nelly. This is a year where I'm going to write something instead of saying that I'm going to write. And so I enrolled in like certificate for English classes, basically like a post-bac thing for like writing. And then I continued dating this guy, went to LA together. He met my family for Thanksgiving, went to Disneyland together. No, me, Juno, and another friend went to Disney World together. 
we looked at some puppies and then my boyfriend got a puppy that's the year on to you juno (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and right before this we were like oh i don't think much happened what did i do (laughs) oh yeah i was like nothing comes into mind i just think like we did some traveling that was it and then i went through month by month week by week and i was like wow that's a lot my therapist had like a fun job I was like, ooh, I was like crying one week. The next week, I'm like, goodbye. I'm like, like off to the city. And then I like come back and she's like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm here in like America. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in Europe again. She's like, okay. Oh yeah. I switched therapists like two, three times. So I don't think anyone saw the full picture. Yeah. I think I started off the year trying to date. So I was like planning a bunch. I took a lot of initiative to like find cool exhibits and like fun activities. I also started trying aerial hoop towards the beginning. And I went to like high ropes courses, or like this ninja academy thing. And I really realized that I need to be a monkey in order to be happy. Like I need wind and I need to be able to hang on stuff. Like that's so important for my well-being. <laughs> like I think last year was the first time I didn't feel like the need for an adrenaline rush. Yeah, this like overwhelming urge to do something dangerous or super adventurous because I was just realizing that there is a lot of safe activities well safe-ish activities LOL canyoning um that can also scam Nelly into a <laughs> near-death experience yeah. but it was great in, in Portugal Juno was like let's go canyoning and I was like what's canyoning and she's like oh don't worry we're just doing some little hiking and then the water's just gonna be on our ankle nearly drowned twice yeah. I didn't know swimming was a requirement. <laughs> I can't swim, y'all. And I, I think we were looking on Wikipedia afterwards, and I was like, oh, extreme sport. Oh, if not done correctly, uh, yeah. can lead to serious consequences. I was like, I see. I was like perched on top of the mountain. I was gonna like cry, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it was like 2 p.m. And we've been hiking since like 9 a.m. And I like drowned twice. I like almost lost my contacts because like the water went into my eyeballs. And I was like, I can't see. I only have one contact. And then I was like, How am I gonna get down on this mountain? And then my other friend was like, Maybe if you get injured, you can get a helicopter out. And I was like, okay, Fine, I'm gonna fucking hike down. But yeah. Yeah, but you broke down like right at the end of the hike. Like literally, we just had like a, one other lump to go through, and then we were just like swinging down this. Or were we ziplining down? Or no, was it like a rope? I don't remember. But anyway, we were at the very end, and I think when <laughs> you had that mini breakdown, I had this like huge sinking feeling of guilt, and I was like, oh my god, I like fucked up Nelly. Like I traumatized <laughs> her. Shit, she's never gonna do anything with me now. <laughs> But I think overall, it was really fun and challenging experience. I'm glad I did it, even though I almost drowned. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank God. <laughs> Other than that, in March, I went to Vegas to plan like a bachelorette party, uh, which is pretty cool. Bachelorette party and wedding took up most of my March and June months. Other than that, I also met a boyfriend. Woohoo! I should have more stuff to say about that. Uh, yeah, but there was a lot of traveling. I joined Nelly after a conference at work and it was a very interesting experience trying to work and travel at the same time for a month that was a little bit chaotic but I learned a lot <laughs> it was actually pretty helpful to learn like what was like the total minimum I needed to function properly and that did end up 
helping me like later on when I came back home. I am grateful for that. Oh yeah, I went to LA to meet my boyfriend's family and friends. So I guess that's serious-ish. I did like a serious revamp of like home stuff for my family. That was like a part-time job, I feel like. I was sort of obsessed with decluttering and home design, setting up cool stuff. Okay, I know Nelly makes fun of me for like buffering and reorganizing <laughs> the same thing over and over. But if I am healthy and I am well-rested, that goes towards very productive things and like one-time setups and I don't actually want to change it afterwards if I do it right. Like the shit I was doing with your bookshelf, oh my God, that was horrible. Just imagine that focus applied to productive things. I got an Equinox membership. That's cool. <laughs> I like your Equinox (laughs) membership. You know why I got it? I got the Equinox membership because my boyfriend lives midtown and I didn't want to be, like I live in Queens and it's quite a far commute. So I wanted a place to shower, even though I had his key. Uh, (laughs) I didn't want to be dependent on him for showers and sleep and working. So and this Equinox gym at Rockefeller has like a co-working space with a phone booth and showers and it's so peaceful. And there were many times I went there without actually using the fucking gym, but I think it was worth it. (laughs) Rantha's people were cool. They thought I was a very interesting human. They were like, you're very spontaneous. Because I came in, I had a different hair color. I came out, I had a bunch of shopping bags. I came back in and I had another hair color. (laughs) 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 And I was like, just really fancy one day. Another one, I'm just like, really sporty. Another one, I'm just like, I don't know. It was very weird for them. I didn't realize how interesting it must be seeing me. (laughs) You're using it like a changing room and like a pit stop. And they're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, and they have a hair salon in there, so I use that too. What's next? <laughs> I don't know what's next. That's for all of us to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll keep you posted now <laughs> after we work through the issues. Yeah, we'll dive into more interesting experiences within the stuff we mentioned today. I feel like there's too much to catch up in one episode. We get too, I don't know, excited when we talk about it. So we will save that for a more specific topic in the future. 